Right, here we are on the third meeting so far, uh, joined by Rebecca from SOS and Dave, who's part of our new admin. So what I want to talk about this week is, <laughs> you've all heard about Op4, right. so my, my thoughts on that, it was launched four days ago, I think it was, so Lee Blair, who's part of the veteran side of things, uh, hold on, there's Craig trying to get in, but I'm just sending a quick invite. Right, I'm just looking at the um, Op Fortitude website but anyway um that lee put on linkedin i think it was the other day so it's been live four days apparently they've had over 70 referrals and 22 veterans housed wow in four days okay. and then johnny mercer put on this morning over 100 referrals no, okay no, that just sends off alarm bells straight away he is a politician uh, Gary. come on <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, there's probably a, one of those little asterisks at the top of the 100, and underneath it in yeah. small print, it says I mean, these things might be skewed. There's a, need, there's a need out there, but you've got helping homeless veterans, you've got healthy heroes, the block, helper squaddy. That's just sort of in this area that I know of that have got housing capability. Mm. Yeah. So if 70 odd referrals have gone in just because Op Fortitude's been launched, where have they been beforehand? So it would be interesting to see proper stats on when it comes live. But if you if you remember though, Gary, I can't I can't remember who it was in Liverpool as well. That those guys who had that housed all those homeless veterans, and then they had to boot them all out without like forty eight hours notice, and it was then it was given oh. to the asylum seekers because they wouldn't let them operate as an as an HMO for veterans. They wouldn't allow them to claim that yeah. that housing benefit with the additional money to run it as a supported accommodation. Yeah, was I can't that not calling something to do with that one? Was Colin not something to do with that, or did he Colin, just take Colin the overstall from that? Yeah, they weren't. They wouldn't let them claim the enhanced housing benefit to run as supported accommodation. Yeah. So I know so Colin has. They they've had hassle claiming claiming housing benefit and enhanced housing benefit to support them. Again, it's just all all the the red tape and bullshit that don't need to be there. Yeah. Did you see? Um. Got his bloody name now. But the the new fundings just come out. Um, Healthy Heroes, The Block, Northeast Recovery College, I think it is, and somewhere else. There's four or five that have all joined up, and they split the funding between them to deal with the housing. So that's another one that are uh, opportunities claiming them as referrals. Possibly. Yeah. Again, Do small account charities taking the transparency, isn't it? Yeah. It depends on how transparent they are, but I think you could always do a Freedom of Information mm. Act and, and, and get the actual figures from them if you want to. It's, I mean, it would take to do that. I was just no, going to say, it depends on how quick they are at getting that information on the system for people to access it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, there needs to be a lot more transparency, especially in some of these bloody bigger charities. Mm. I mean, we've had this discussion quite a few times before. Mm. You know, I mean, even Paul said last in the last meeting with his bloody... Um, the new one that come out, but basically you've got a monopoly on the funding because they've changed the goalpost now from one year. You've got to be a registered charity for three years, not a non-profit or a CIC. You've got to be a registered charity for three years to get any funding. So all the bigger charities. You've got a monopoly. Still, yeah. The rich you get rich and the poor you get poorer. Yeah. Again. And who does all the work? Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was quite funny as well that week, uh, Johnny Mercer on Sky News. Just after we had that conversation last week about you feeding thirty families, and he comes up and saying it's uh, a choice. Yeah, it's not honestly that I receive him watching it, Gary. To to be able to sit there and say he doesn't believe the figures are a true reflection of need. Yeah, I know. And that's what I mean. Those like 
on on average, Tony, I feed thirty families on this camp because my husband's still serving. So, and that's that's not USACs. Some of the families we feed are are officers; they're commissioned officers. So it's not rank specific. So Johnny Mercer, he's he's head out his fucking ass and really ask what's going on because he hasn't got a fucking clue. And his thing about it's still the you know. Being in the military is still great. It's still a great, rewarding job. Bullshit. You're not, my house is covered in in damp and mould, and my house is a new build on this camp. You know, it, it's not. It's just shocking. Retention and recruitment are at an all-time low. But that's that in its own just shows how bad things are because you only stick around if it's good. Yeah, yeah. That's terrible. You know, and you know, a lot of the younger lads are coming in, getting their qualifications, especially in MT, getting the driving qualifications, and then mm. fucking off. They're tapping out as soon as they can. It's, mm. you know, it's, um, I mean, yeah, the only one good thing they bought in the end of last year, beginning of this year, was the wraparound childcare for serving personnel, which helps. Okay. You know, we had we had a lad on camp last year. He didn't get a choice on where he was posted to. And that's what he said to the station. You know, my ch- his childcare went £500 a month to 1500 Where was he meant to find that extra £1,000 from? Yeah. Just because that's you've cool. had to move to a different location in the country. So the wraparound childcare service, is that they're matching the costs of what it comes out as or are they, they're, they're offering a service within the system? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a bit, it's not amazing, but it's better. The one thing that they're not great with, that's term time only. Right. It's term time only. So for me to put my kids in, in the summer holidays, me and Peter have had to work it out, not to holiday together in the summer holidays, but to share to share our annual leave or rely on relatives coming and moving in. Wow. That's the reason we moved up north as well. Same thing. Both parents working, so... Yeah. Well, on average, any holiday club down here is 200 quid each per week for my kids. That's 400 quid. That's that's like my wages. Yeah. If you're working, just put your kids... Yeah. That's insane. Big changes needed. It's great gone. No, he's it still trying. He's, I think he's having the same issues as you trying to join for some reason. Okay. He said he's just stuck on a loading screen. How did so you if solve it? Trying to join and having the same issues, just send me a message on Facebook. I'm just going to message Craig again. How did you solve your constant loading screen? You just restart everything. I know. Gary, no, Gary sent me a link through email and then uh, that, that worked. Because I went straight through, I actually clicked on the events VetNet page and clicked on the link that we put on there last night. Come to the meeting. Yeah, see, I tried that, giving me the loading screen. I tried through the messenger page. Oh, there he is. It's... How you there, mate? You're all right. Evening. I think he's still working. <laughs> he's on his phone, I think. Yeah. We got us on mute, Craig. I think I'm in. Yeah, you're in, yeah. mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's only taken me half hour. That's how tech savvy I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just discussing about Ops Fortitude. Yeah, what's been said so far then? Well, apparently it was launched four days ago. There were over 70 referrals, 22 veterans housed, and then Johnny Mercer put a post on this morning saying they've had over 100 referrals. Well, I'd just like to know how many there is actually factual, or is it? are they just up in the numbers because they can't afford for it not to be successful? Yeah, yeah. which is what I said about Andy Powell from Elfie Heroes. They just formed a line. They just had a, a massive um, grant awarded. Between four or five of them. Yeah. What to do with housing? Is someone logged on twice? No, it's, it's your phone, I think, Craig. Boy, what's the matter? Well, you're getting the well, echo coming yeah. back from it. I don't know if that's any better. You're still echoing? Yeah, it's still echoing. Yeah. <laughs> that's screwed it up. After all that, I realised I've got the app and I could go in through the app. Well, yeah. I was saying, I've been quite a few 
we climbed back on the, the actual RS3P. Nobody's joining. How many said they were coming? There was 10 last week, I think there was, and there was either six or eight this week, I think it was, that they were joining. So, oh, the number doing it by one week, so you know it's getting it's growing. Yeah. <laughs> did you write out the podcast yesterday? Did you? Who are you talking to? Anybody? Anybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was waiting for everybody else to answer. <laughs> Just going back to that housing thing. It's when they say they've housed twenty two. What's their definition of housing? Emergency accommodation hotel. Permanent. Yeah, I say because rehoused to me says permanent. Yeah. yeah. I haven't managed to find any solid numbers. Yeah, it's like it's like with healthier heroes. You know, now they've sort of like jumped in with a government body. They'll they'll get the funding, but then they have to abide by all the rules put in place yeah. then by that governing body. So their hands are tied to what they were actually doing before. Well I've noticed that a few before they were all moaning before. Saying about you know Cobbio and Asda all that lot, but now they've sort of jumped in bed because they actually get any funding to keep the doors open. Like you said, they're, they're bound by the regulations now, isn't it? And they just, I mean, they just get like praising this and praising that and everything else because they have to. Do, do you think it's been set up that way so it's forcing the hand of the smaller organisations? I don't know, but like I said, without the smaller organisations. Wouldn't be nowhere near what we are at the moment. Of course, we wouldn't, because all oh, these things aren't open 24 7. Precisely. One, yeah. I had an argument with Jim the other night. Jeff had put a post on about something or other, and Jim had put get in touch with PTSD resolution now, which was like half seven at night. So I put a post on there, and we had to go and operate 24 hour close lines. Call them up out of office hours, go to Veterans Gateway, who then passed the message on the next working day. So if they've got 45 referrals coming back from Veterans Gateway, they've got a deal with Elon. In time. Oh. Meanwhile, we've still got that veteran that stuck with no help. I mean, PTSD resolution is a good example. A couple of years ago, you would phone PTSD resolution and you would get somebody straight away on the phone, you know, and you would start being helped there and then. But now they've gone and started getting funded by government organisations and blah, blah, blah. You try phoning them now. You go, you go to a call, you have to leave a message. They say they're going to call you back within 24 hours. And when they call back now, they started, by the sounds of it, starting to use an Indian call centre. Yeah. And they just take your details and then they pass you on again. Yeah. You know, where the, these veterans are phoning up because they're in crisis. Yeah. 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 And that crisis is then, not three, four days later. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 It has done with the 24-hour call centres and messaging mm. services that are listed first. So every one of them is a 24-hour. So, you know, so a veteran has got to go on there and click, and he can click any number of them links, and it will take him straight to the telephone number and straight to somebody mm. that will answer a call. You know, that's the way I just don't get. We know by now, we know all these spies that go around looking at what everybody does. You can't tell me that somebody within government has heard of families veterans probably had someone come on and look and not say that's how it should actually be done. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can see it on, the, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Like, you know, when you know, people search a profile on that, and it's all yeah. like British officer, somebody in OD. The people are snooping about it. Yeah. But it's just getting the word out there. And there's I mean, I've still got the... I say everybody that comes on has to be added to the network. And it's just a case of wanting to let people know where you are and how to get older. Yeah, I mean, 
the word is spreading. I mean, I've still got the notifications set up. So my phone goes all day long when anybody visits the website. Yeah. So, so what I'm able to see in real time is where are the most hits coming from in any one particular time. Yeah. And it's, it's surprising that, you know, we get hits from Panama City, from that, Russia, from Ukraine, from, yeah, literally all over the world. Countries I've never heard of, we're getting hits from. So, so the word is spreading, and, and it's it's working the way we always envisioned it. We want it to work, but for some reason, it's been accepted in in around the world almost a little bit more than it is here in the UK. And it was here it was what it was set up for. Yeah. But does that go back to the British being very sort of upper lipped as well, where it's it's very difficult to get to the point where you need help, and then when you do, if you haven't heard of the vet, you Google. And... But well, Gary mentioned it there. You see a post with a veteran that says "in crisis," "black dog," whatever the it puts down, and you will mm-hmm. see five hundred comments within minutes with five hundred different organisations. Yeah, you know, and we see time and time again that this this US hotline is being shared in the UK, which is no good to anyone over here. All the you know all the other ones are ones that close at five thirty. Yeah, yeah. So nobody's singing off the same. Him sheet, that's the, the problem. You know, if you know, we talk to Jim and to Jeff and things like that, get a post made up of all 24 hour crisis, you know, full 24 hour crisis teams, and that's what we should be sharing. Yeah, yeah. And maybe people will jump on it more that way. Well, I don't they, know. They, they share posts, you've got no family time in the past, and half of the ones that they shared, not a 24 hour operating. Well, that's why I said do one. Yeah. With all the twenty-four, the UK full twenty-four hour service numbers on them, you know, maybe they'll start sharing that instead of the US one. But then that sort of doubles back on myself because I'm saying why share a post with a number on it when you can share a list and all you can do is push a button and it will come up for you instead of yeah. the way you save the post then try and remember the number flipping between your phone and your bloody phone post I know that. I think yeah, I might I have an answer for that. Yeah. It seems I to might have a... share a poster than share a link. Yeah, because, you know, what What are we all scared to do online? Click on links. Do you know what I mean? You get an email with a link, you don't click on the link. Mm. If, and I think that's a mindset that people maybe have adapted with an actual link to click on. I don't yeah. know, but I'm just trying to, in my head, why the link hasn't been taken on, especially when it takes them straight to whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't doesn't like a link when they're sharing the information, trying to get the help. They'll just put help so, hero, so, the help. In the link, we need to be sharing, sharing, sharing the sharing not a, a twenty-four hour crisis. We need to be sharing. We need to be sharing. Yeah. So you've got the so app got on your screen. Yeah. Well, Gary's done it. So it's you know you got this QR scan code, haven't you? Yeah, that's the latest post I've been sharing. Right? I even had a, a message of somebody the other day saying, look, this, is, this seems to be the quickest way to share the information. But again, I always moan, why share a post with a QR code on social media when you can't scan the QR code if you're looking on your bloody mobile? But in all fairness, Gary, you just moan full stop. I know. Well, somebody's got one, not No, But no, it's, it's exactly right. And where we need to really that's where i think this is a very very good idea these weekly things because people will catch on yeah you know it may be quiet for the first four you know three four five times but then all of a sudden people 
once they see it every Saturday or whenever it is, you'll hmm. find people start, oh, that thing's happening today, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? People start popping on. Do you know what I mean? So, so 10 minutes, then a lot of time, pop on for 10 minutes, have the say, and then bugger off again. Yeah. yeah. You know, or come on and, and ask us a question. Yeah. You know, we're here to answer any question. You see it all the time on, on all these podcasts and live feeds and God knows what else. It's all self-promoting. It's the one person talking yes. about what they're doing, how they're doing it, and everything else. Yeah. But they're not listening, or they might be listening, but we need the veteran voices, which is what's that up. And we said I that right at the beginning, you know, we, we can only do so much by setting what we think is missing in the veterans community. But if it's wrong or something's missing, how are we supposed to know if we don't hear about it? Exactly. It's that old, that old saying, isn't it? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and we know that the veteran community are a mistrusting bunch. Yeah, definitely. And then you've also got a bit of ego in some of the organisations. That is a recipe for what, what is going on. We see, we see the, the cracks. You know, we, we talk about we want to form this complete network, this spider web, help call centres of groups, whatever, to, to close that gap, to stop, you know, veterans falling through the holes. But then you get organisations that will look at what we're doing and A'll think, no, I'm not being part of that. We're doing our own thing. you got the other ones that are thinking, not my idea, so I don't want any bit part of it. Do you know what I mean? So, and that's where the cracks will forever appear. Mm-hmm. It's the best one out. We had um, Mines of War at one point on the 24-hour crisis line. Then I got an email coming through saying, please remove us from everything because you've got such and such a group on them. Well, they weren't, didn't even have to work with them, nothing, because they were listed on the vetinary and they didn't like the person was running that group. He took his information back to VetNet and kept it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, that, and that's the problem. That's where the cracks form. You know, in that hole that they've just created is where five veterans could fall through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and this is this is what we need. Yeah, we need to try and get some somebody that's on the committee or the top table of these organisations. Yeah, even if you're not a fan of Families for Veterans, it does not matter. Come on and tell people about your organisation, what you do, where they can go. Yeah. All of them, more importantly. Yeah, just use this as a platform to get their own voice out there. It doesn't matter because it's not about glory for any one person. All it is about is making sure veterans get help, full stop. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it's it's that ego we need to get past. Of course it is. It goes back. Band Brothers. Well, it's not Band of Brothers, is it? Divided. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like we have inter-regimental banter. It's yeah. just carried on into civil street where there's still banter between regiments who so won't have anything to do with it. I mean, me and Gary, with, like, with Families for Veterans, we try to get in every group we can. You know, I'm in the Horse Guards group, I'm in the Coldstream Guards groups and things like that. Because we go on as Families for Veterans saying, we look, we're here to help veterans and we want to... So a lot of them let us in, but others will say, well, you're not our regiment, so no, we're not letting you in. I mean, really? <laughs> and they say that to a message saying, you know, which we are just trying to help veterans out. Yeah. And they reply is, sorry. Yeah, yeah. basically, because I, like, I wasn't in that regiment. Yeah. Well, most of us are wrong. I mean, 
I mean, you've had a look through the back deck yourself yesterday. Yeah. You've seen how many cables are on there. I mean, there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of veteran groups. And that's just the UK. Yeah. So you've got this go across the States, Australia, Canada, Europe. There's bloody millions of bloody veteran groups. The only way you can get your message out every single one of them is to join every single group. I mean, we have we have a lot of US veteran organisations wanting wanting us to on our US side of things. So one thing I will say about the states is, even though they all work individually, all the veteran organisations in the US are prepared to all be in one place. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's that's the mentality we need to get to. We don't earn anything. I mean, not a penny is taken from families for veterans. You know. So nobody has to pay to come on here to promote their organisation. Mm. You don't have to become a part of Families for Veterans to come on here to promote your organisation. It's like being listed in the yellow pages. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is just a platform. You can come on and say, yeah, this is me. I've got such and such an organisation. I organise swims for, you know, or whatever. Brilliant. Where are you? How can people contact you? So that can be on here for five, ten minutes if they wanted to. That can be on here for two minutes. That can be on an hour. doesn't matter. Yeah. Just come on, give your information, you know, because this will be uploaded. People can watch it back, and then they can get that information. Yeah. Sorry, guys, one second. And the more we do it, I think the more people will come once they see it's a permanent thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is not so taking this and turning it into podcasts as well. So one of the yeah. things we're going to do is get it set, get it shared on um, Apple Music. Google will find it anyway and put it up. Um, and then as we share it around, hopefully more people will pick it up. But as a podcast, it's easy for, you know, you commute to work or whatever. They just want to hear what's been going on, or they want to just hear some bands. And then, you know, listening to it's kind of I love it. relaxing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I know that this will appeal to a lot of it's just It's just reaching them people and saying, look, it's here. Yeah, and it's like I said, it's not an official meeting. It's platform. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean the meetings we have every week. It's not anything official. It's just what do you want to talk about this week? Yeah, and the first couple of weeks we might be repeating or talking amongst ourselves, taking the mick out of Gary or whatever. You know what I mean? But can do that, though, is Yeah, you can do that. The old man there, the group. What people are worried about. Why are they so hesitant? Because we're not asking them not for anything. For anything. Doesn't cost them anything. In fact, we're giving them a free platform. We're promoting we're them. them. Where else yeah. can you go where that happens? Happens. Yeah. The what? The what is the problem? Yeah. Well, maybe people can come on and tell us why they're scared or, or why they're dubious or, or, or whatever. But we can't put anything right or introduce anything if we don't know why people are holding back, mm. you know, I mean, me and Gary are happy to, to put anything in place with Families for Veterans, and I know that Rebecca is the same with SOS. Yeah, I mean, on you the know, website, we... I advertise yeah. so many, business, like we've got a whole business page on our website that advertises serving personnel businesses, yeah. because it helps, because it helps, it helps. <coughs> we don't yeah. charge them to Help them. That's, what, them. It That's what it should be about. Yeah, we just like, need to get it to that point. Oh, we, you know, you've had it before when we first started working together. All the emails you were getting about the work, 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 work,
go down the legal route to shut people. It's that you don't have to like people. Right, we're all meant to be grown up. What we can do. We've all done this for one reason. Yeah. Nothing else. We're all on the same page. Yeah, we're all on the same page. I mean, when Peter and Rebecca come, that's what they love. We loved about it because they thought the same as we did. Their vision going forward was the same as ours. And the same as us. I don't give a damn if I do 99% of the legwork and somebody else does the 1% and takes the glory. It doesn't bother me mm -hmm. because it's not about me patting myself on the back. It's about saving lives. It's about who, who gets out. Yeah. That's all we want, you know, and... And for some reason, veterans are scared with that. We get nothing. I just want to make it absolutely clear for anybody watching this back, whatever. We take nothing. We take nothing from this. Probably some of the fear that something I've identified recently through the help I've been getting is that the government have offered help so many times. They've come in, they've you know, told their partner, we'll, we'll look after and we'll do everything. You can, you can rest there or rest. You're going to deal with it and get him all the help. And then all of a sudden they disappear and leave yeah. you just sort of like, oh. and then there's a new, I'm not going to say what courage, but you know, I came in just as soldiers doing phased out. I think yeah. I came yeah. in, yeah. I think. Exactly. That was it. Yeah. When it was launched, I went to update the useful contacts number. So I looked at Got all the tills and everything out, went to copy the new number of blocks, and thought, well done, it's the same bloody number. But all they've they done, the God knows how much, launching this check courage, and all it is, it's a combination of tills and everything else, put together and given a new name. I think we're never going to be able to take politics that they're trying to do. But what we can do is find people and do politics and get them to help the veterans that can't deal with the red tape and the bullshit. Yeah. So as we've got the support that we in place for ninety percent of veterans that cry out for help, they're all on Facebook. They don't ring up numbers, they don't go on websites looking for links or anything like that. They're posting the groups are on or struggling. And like I said, the bombardment was for the RBL, Safra, Not for Heroes, all the big names, no links, no phone numbers, and I'd say at least 80 to 90 percent of the links that were given don't open 24 hours. They only operate office hours. And now the big name we responding to mention. So if you're the veteran crying out for help, then you go right. I'll pick the first number, ring them up, ring them up. Please use veterans gateway. No, right. Hang up. Next number. Next number. Next number. No, they're not actually they're not helping, actually helping. They're, they're, helping. they're not actually helping as such. I've already got a day, so they get here, here's a link, press the button, it will dial the number for you. Done. But it's still falling on deaf ears. Yeah, and I mean, I can't, I can't speak for other organisations, but like with the Family for Veterans crisis line, you're answered by, personally, by somebody within most... 95% of the time, within a minute. You know, you're not putting a call waiting. You're not, you're not through to a receptionist. You are through to somebody who's going to talk to you straight away. So yeah. we can start dealing with that crisis, you know. So I don't know what it's like with the other organisations that are 20. I'm presuming it's similar. I mean, I've run different for quite a while. Um, 
but I may actually one evening like sort of six o'clock just ring some other ways that are meant to be three four now really just apologetically so I was just trying to see how I could get through so if I am I know what numbers are there and I can recommend to them that work well that, that'll be a good thing to put on the podcast film yourself doing it yeah because it will highlight the organisations that answer. Yeah. And it will show the ones that do and ones that don't. So, so Gary that then can, that, can... That one that came out a couple of years ago, where the guy's dialed in combat stress, he's done a live video called up combat stress. Yeah. But number one, number go one. to place, and he called them up, and there's an answering machine on there. That's it. <laughs> and most people don't realise that, you know, we're talking vets with PTSD here. You know, it normally comes with some sort of crutch, whether that be alcohol, drugs, whatever. Peter, not PTSD, combat stress. Combat stress do not deal with dual diagnosis. No, no. What they would do is say, go and get help for your alcoholism and then come back to it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they literally turn people away. But that's not, that's that's not, not, that's not just PTSD resolution, PTSD resolution. <laughs> mental health. Mental health. You see it time and time again. So with mental health, oh, mental health and they they say the same. They say the same. Don't help with the addiction, then the addiction, then the addiction causing the mental health. Addiction is the mental health issue. But you can you can deal with both at the same time. Because in all fairness, you have to. You know, he's a veteran is phoning up. He or she is phoning up because they are in crisis. Yeah. So you cannot not deal with that crisis, which means. You have to work with the mental health as well as maybe somebody that's drunk and see, you know, we've had calls where people are driving, phoning and telling they're suicidal. So then, you know, straight away you're trying to work on getting to pull over, you know, and things like that. What if I had a phone and says, yeah, but alcoholic and I take drugs and I've got PTSD and I turn and says, oh, I'm going to get them sorted. You know, they've got to drive straight. In. Do you know what I mean? You've got to deal with it on a crisis line. You have no yeah. choice. And the other thing as well is quite a few organisations will only deal with UK veterans. Yes. So if you've got a veteran on the time he's walking around the UK at the moment, he's an ex-foreign legionnaire. No, he's gone through our crisis line before because he's been turned down because he wasn't a British veteran. And yet he's walking in the UK for UK veteran charities. You know, and that's what people don't realise. You know, a lot of these organisations, you haven't served in the British Army, you don't get the helpful stuff. Mm. You know, we've started to have a couple of police officers call our cross. That's good. Well, I, which I, is good. Because I want one week as well, because he deals on the police side of things. Yeah. He's set up a network within the police. I mean, the, the, these are veterans that have come out and joined the police force. So, you know, that they found us still through the veteran side of it. Yeah. Yeah. We've also had a paramedic. Now, if you think about a paramedic, they probably see more horror than well, most veterans. Yeah. Do you well, know what I mean? So the trauma and that there is no help for paramedics yeah. and yeah. nurses. Well that's that's what I mean. That's why that's why SOS, that's why we deal with serving personnel, veterans, all all frontline workers. Yeah. Yeah. All blue light services, doesn't matter what it is. Like if you... Prison staff, mountain rescue. Yeah. yeah. It needs to because they see horrendous things and there's no help for them. Where can they go? When my own son was in hospital during lockdown. You know, and his mom couldn't get in. I got under the guise of the military covenant. All the nurses were saying, what organisation are you then? 
and we told them, oh, that's what we need. I said, it's available to you too. Mm. They went, really? I went, yeah, all veterans and blue light person. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. There is nowhere for us. Mm. So year on year, since you guys have all been involved in this, have you noticed it getting busier? Definitely picked up the last three years I would say. First year we struggle like you know, like most organizations when they're setting up. Second yeah. year we start to get the name out there a bit. Third year that off that we went really quiet. Then we sort of picked up again and and it, it, it always sort of happens. Somebody stumbled across a bit now. They see it, they get in touch with us, what a brilliant idea, what a great idea. I'm only a caterer, I'll pass it off the chain of command. And that's it, it stops. You don't hear anything again. Yeah. Um, well, we had the same with the police, which is why hopefully Stuart will come on one week. But same again, the police are setting the network up. I'll go and talk to us as well. Feel free to use it. It's already set up. All I need to do is just add your links to it, and that's it done. Then you've got a network that's working already. Yeah. So, yeah, brilliant idea. Like, we're having a meeting on Monday with all the big wigs. Got back in touch, yeah. I'll put it to them now. I don't want to do it because it's not, not an organized place, so yeah. And there's only so much you can do. I mean, like I said, we, we've offered it to God knows how many things a couple of times, and in the end, you just say, Well, it's there if you want it, I'm not chasing you anymore. I mean, I've got I've got our local job center using the Families of Veterans website for when they get veterans. Well, you, you were quite shocked yesterday when I showed you the map, weren't you? Yes, you didn't yes. know the map existed. I, yeah. I knew the map existed, Gary zoomed out, and I just went, whoa, like, I didn't realise the reach of it was that big. And, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Well, the goal was to, to help service personnel wherever they have settled in the world. You've got Yanks in the UK, you've got Brits living in the States, Australia, Europe, and there's nowhere for them to go. I mean, Europe, I know that for a fact, living in Germany and Spain, the only help you've got out there is the LBL. That's it. that's it. And for them to do anything, it takes about two or three weeks. Because they come around, they do the initial visit, they fill out the forms, and they go away again, and they come back again with more forms to fill out. Then they do all the bank checks, um, go through all your bills, anything else, and then they decide if they can give you a grant or not. I mean, I, I had two heart attacks on the 10 days before my 45th birthday. So I was out of work, and up there, it was cashing in, in Spain. So I had no income coming in, got in touch with the British Legion. It was about two and a half weeks, I think it was, to turn around to you and get your shop in, which is all I asked for, just to put the covers on. But I came across, um, and a guy walked around the shops with me, so I filled up one basket, and worked it all out and said, right, you still got another 40 euros to spend, so go, go and get some more. It was like 200 euros, I think they gave me to spend. You know, I was grateful for it, but it's again, it takes so long to get the help you need. Whereas you've got That's the red type charities. Any greeno, so they do like hard to, you get in touch with them, you fill out a quick form, and it's done. And quite a few other organisations, I mean, we've done it before as well, haven't you? We've all done yeah. it between. Yeah, online shopping, get it delivered the same day, next day, whatever. I mean, we do. I've done it out of my own pocket. We had a, a veteran phone late at night, no food. So I said, right, fine, I'll do, I'll get you, a, you know, a, a food shopping. And he got a just So I, I booked him an Asda, but I could only get it for the next morning. So I booked that, done him a shop, booked that, and then I went and booked him a takeaway and had a takeaway delivered. Oh, 
So at least he had something for, for that night. But that's because we haven't got the restrictions, what we do. And because a lot of what I do, I just do out of my own pocket. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't mind doing that because I, I don't like sitting there knowing that I've got food in my cupboard and, and somebody hasn't. I could have done something about it. Mm. Um, we, we, we've got a, a lovely couple, friends of mine. Um, they wanted to, um, they wanted to, to help. And they live live up in Solly Hall. And we had a veteran, I can't remember where he was now. A couple of hours drive from Solly Hall. And he was moving into a new property, but couldn't do a lot that day because he was at work. They drove down to his new property. They completely cleaned it from top to bottom. They bought him a fridge. They bought him a microwave. And they bought him a slow cooker and filled the cupboards. Mm. You know, so I just want to give a shout out because a lot of veterans don't realise that a lot of these organisations like us can't do what we do without the help of the, of the civilian, civilian community. He's a friend of one of my aunties, Peter Licarinas, his name is. He's a property developer. Lovely guy, you know, fantastic. But I put a shout out. Um, it was a family area, Retro, I think she was, um, in Bracknell. Run out of food. Contacted a couple of organisations, couldn't help. I put a shout out. He sent me a private message, sent me the address or phone number. He turned up, turned four up, bags of shopping and a great big bunch of flowers for him within two hours. And he's a civvy, he's got and nothing to do with a veteran community, community. But, but, you know, you've got no, to you've rely got on civvies to help. Because there is a massive there following out there for the veteran community within the civvies. Yeah. And unfortunately, you do see veterans that stag off the civilian community. I can understand that. why a lot of civilians think I ain't going to help you like you. You know what I mean? And a lot we don't realise that we couldn't do what we do. A lot of the organisations you go to most of the organisations and the civilians on the committee. You know what you got to do is look at the RBL these days. I mean, you know how many people slag off the RBL? Yeah, Just I don't, I don't th they open the doors up to civvies because of the cheap beer and everything else just to get the members in and the funds in yeah i mean i've heard it from a veteran who got thrown out of an rbl club because he wasn't a member but there was all civvies in there drinking funny defeats the object doesn't it it does a bit jesus there's so many things that's wrong but you know, I want to try, if, if we can on this, concentrate on the good stuff. You know, yeah. so if yeah. people are watching this back, get on here. Come and join us and tell us about what you do. You might not be an organisation. I know a lady that uh, organises open sea swimming for people with mental health. Not She's not an organisation. She just, do you know what I mean? Mm. So... There are lots of things going around the country, coastal, north, south, no matter where you are, there will be something going on in your area. What we need is people to come on here and tell us what you do, where you do it, how often you do it, 
And how can people contact you? A lot of organisations that aren't on there, mainly because you can't find information either on the Facebook page, the web, web page, whatever it is. There's no address, there's no contact numbers on some of them. They don't say what they do, whether they deal with mental health or it's crisis or whatever. There's just lack of information on there. And that's why a lot of them are on there. See, I've been working since January with a and I had a meeting on Wednesday, and they've got a foundation. That they on Wednesday. On Wednesday, Rebecca, we do stuff for kids, people with disabilities, the elderly. Everything you said about veterans, we don't do anything to veterans, Rebecca. What can we do? Yeah. So, so the meeting on the meeting up for like a breakfast, breakfast, football, allotment, and he's like anything, like, anything you can think of, Rebecca, let, let us know. Let us know. So there's a lot of people out there to help. Yeah, there's a lot of help out there. I think that's probably First time you've pulled in a long time, isn't it, Gary? It is. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Right, when the nappy lights go back on. <laughs> well, bloody three of me. <laughs> I've just got one big chunk that thinks he's a lap dog. Oh, there's the other one. I'm going to wrap gonna up in a minute anyway. anyway. Yeah. Uh, Gary, is it worth it? Oh, I've seen if, if we did it midweek. Mid well, I'll, I'll put a poll up on there. On the, on the Facebook group, Facebook I put a poll up saying, you know, and the majority said keep it Saturday, five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just having a look here now. Um, where it'll be. I think on this one, I think it is. Um, just having a look. No, where's events? Events. Just loading it up now. I mean, I think one of the things it would be cool would be to try and get Manage guests. So we had Gareth Stanton. Claire Squires, Toby Cohen, Graham Archibald, Mary Tate, Alan Christopher Creaser, and Neil Kipling. All registered to join. Neil Kipling? Yeah, I've made your eyebrows off. But at the end of the day, he's still welcome to come and have his voice. Yeah. I mean, he's been slapped off by the Walton Matties and everything else. I mean, I don't know his full history. I think he's Coast Guard or something like that. That he's been slagged off for the medal. Yeah, been called out by. Uh, he actually won their uh, Walter of the Year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Uh, so if you're watching this back, Neil, you know, no judging. Well, I said that to well, him yesterday. Yeah, we're not, I don't want this turning into a, a slagging match or obscenities, but. 
certainly come on and, and have your say, defend yourself, and then people can make of it um, what you want. But, you know, when you want to come and say your side of it, come and do that. That's what this platform's for. Mm -hmm. Right, so we've been on nearly an hour anyway, so I'm going to close this down now anyway. I'll upload to YouTube if you want to sort out the podcast from that. And then once it's all done, we'll just get it shared. All right? Yeah, brilliant. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Is it worth asking people why they didn't make it after they showed interest? Could do. Can, do a post yeah, about and that. you got a way of sending the people that said yes, a message. Message. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll send them an email. down and upload them. I'll send them an email. Find out if they're having login issues or that seems to be the biggest issue. The login issues. Oh yeah, because I couldn't. I couldn't even get on. I didn't even try. I think I hassle last week. Yeah, it took me twelve attempts. Yeah, well, I, I tried to go on the link that that Gary says, and it was just going to loading up and just hung there. Yeah, yeah. I've done that three or four times. It was just hanging. So in the end, I just opened up the app and put the uh, chat code in. Yeah, and it loaded straight away. Yeah. Mm. I want to learn for later. So there's a tip. There's yeah, a tip. Yeah. Download the app. It's easier. Yeah, and it's free. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. Right, right. I'm going to go. Right here. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I'll see you guys. Hopefully, some big stuff. See you later.